Thanks for listening to the Seeds Church Podcast. If you're in Middle Tennessee, we'd love to have you join us in person for one of our services. Check out SeedsChurchTN.com for times and locations. Now, here's our lead pastor, J.D. Swilly. Come on, won't you stand up with me right now? Let's give God some praise. Let's give God some honor. God, we thank you for who you are and what you've done. You're so good, Lord God. We thank you that you are faithful. You've never left us. Although it's been hard, there's been circumstances that have been difficult. God, you've sustained us. You've kept us. We give you honor and glory in this place tonight, today, whatever time of day it is, in the name of Jesus. Amen. You can be seated. So I watched this video yesterday. I was previewing it. I got, I got emotional. I got emotional. I was thanking God for his faithfulness, thanking God for his goodness, for all that he's done in the last three years. But even when I just consider the last 12 months, all I can just do is say is, wow. Wow, he is so faithful. He has saved us and he has sustained us. Amen? Today we celebrate two things. Today we celebrate who God is and what he's done in and through our church this year. He truly has shown us grace. He truly has shown us mercy and strength and wisdom and provision. And he gets all the glory and all the honor and all the praise. Amen. And the second thing we are celebrating today is that we are celebrating each other. We're celebrating that we have stuck together. We're celebrating that we have strengthened our family bonds, the family bonds of our own like DNA family, our relationship, our blood family, but also in this church family. We've strengthened those bonds as well, our spiritual family and our physical family. And we're celebrating that we have stuck together. We are building a strong family, amen? And as we celebrate these, these things today, we're celebrating that we have overcome. There's been a lot of adversity and we have overcome. And, and I think of the scripture in Revelation chapter 12, verse 10. John the Revelator says this, he says, then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brethren, who accused them before our God day and night, has been cast down. Amen. The accuser has been cast down and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb. Everybody say the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. By the word of the testimony. We are celebrating the blood of the lamb that God has overcome and we are also overcoming by the word of our testimony. It's us coming into agreement with what God has done. Amen? And, and, and it says, and they did not love their lives to death. Today, we're going to hear from some of our church family in their own words what God has done in and through their life as a result of being part here of the Seeds family. First, we're going to hear from Luke and Molly Namath, and we're going to hear from Lauren Hoy and then Casey and Tracy Reynolds. Right now, Luke and Molly, would you guys go ahead and come and Seeds family, give them a big family welcome. Welcome. 
as they come right now, share their story. Do you guys need two mics or can you share one? Okay. Okay, yeah, do. <laughs> that was messing with you the whole service, wasn't it? Yes, I was. I was. Here, you start. Thank you, JD. Yeah, thank you, JD. Um, that was a great uh, video, by the way. That was really, uh, that was really something. So. I think you were in like 17 times. No, I don't mean that. I just mean, I, I just mean all the production, you know, that goes behind it and so forth. And it was, it was good words from you. So, um, and I'm not surprised. Um, so we, uh, Molly and I have, uh, I'm, I'm Luke, uh, Molly, Namath. Uh, we, have, we have four kids here, and um, we've told our story before about how we got to Seeds. It was on video, so JD somehow trusted us with a mic this time, but uh, they, were, they were able to edit last time. But, no editing. But it's worth, it's worth uh, starting out telling that again because... Um, we started with Molly and Lily, actually, our oldest daughter, uh, on the launch team, and um, th they were part of it from the beginning, and, and they loved it, and she'd come home every week and tell me what a great preacher JD was, and how um, just the music was great, and, and just what great people were on that launch team, and, um, and I, I was appreciative. I was happy that she was happy. Um, she had been to a lot of different churches, and we were both Christians. Um, I, I have been since I can remember, um, but I, we hadn't been going to church together uh, at all, really, since, um, since we had kids, and, um, and so uh, Molly started bringing the kids to Seeds, and I stayed home, and, um, and somewhere along the way, maybe six months in, I heard the term, the narcissism of small differences, and it was, a it was in a political context, but I realized that was for me, that, that was for me to hear, um, because that, that's the way that I was looking at things, you know, small differences, um, keeping people apart, keeping families apart, um, when they really shouldn't, and I really needed to see the big picture, and I was thinking, you know, that's a lot of, a lot of Christians need to see that, um, need to think that way, and I know that that's not even a new idea, but it was, I, I could see it working in our life, how small differences were keeping me at home and instead of helping lead my family, instead of um, having a better influence on my family uh, and going to church together. So, so I started coming and um, <clears throat> maybe, maybe two and a half years ago and um, the, the, the difference for me has been, um, a lot, there are lots of differences in, in my life now, um, but, but one of them has been uh, looking more for guidance from the Holy Spirit. You know, look, uh, I, I knew that, I, I knew about the Holy Spirit, but I didn't have that relationship mm -hmm. and didn't constantly seek that guidance and, and look and listen um, for, for that guidance. And uh, Molly has, I guess, an example to start with, uh, with one of those. What, the land one? Yeah, the land. Oh, yeah. House, so. Oh, yeah, okay. Maybe we did need two mics. Yeah. Just kidding, just kidding. Um, yeah, you know, one thing that the word that sticks out to me from that time is faithfulness. And I remember, I don't think I've told you about this. One of the mornings that we, we had launch team and we'd meet every morning and we'd pray. And then we, you know, before we, we, we went through several weeks of practice, what church was look like. So everyone would know to, what to expect on Sunday. And I remember sitting there and I heard an audible voice and, I knew, and Luke wasn't, obviously he was like, no, nope, I'm not going to come. I'm not going to be part of it, but it's, it's, I'm so happy for you guys. Great. Um, but I just heard this audible voice say, thank you for your faithfulness. And it was, I was like, and then I just, 
lost it. Just started crying. People were like, oh, are you okay? And I was like, I knew in that moment that Luke would come. I knew he would come. I didn't know when, and I didn't put a time on it. I just knew he was going to come. And that word has remained consistent. So about three years ago, a little more than three years ago, we were looking for land. Um, it's been our dream forever. Luke builds homes, and we, we wanted a, a, a farm to raise our kids on. And so we were looking for land, and uh, we went and looked at this piece of property, and I felt so strongly about it, so strongly about it. I took my oil, and I went up to the trees, the, the oak trees, up in the back of the property, right at the spot where I thought, this is it, this is the one. And I oiled those leaves. And then um, about a couple weeks later, a month later, there was a, an auction this was okay. So this land was up for auction. I didn't just walk onto someone's property. Let's be really clear about that. <laughs> I felt something really special on this property. Walked to the back, all the leaves. The auction came, and as we're going, we're watching the numbers go up and up, and the same name each time on these. And we realize there's a developer, and he is eating up every single lot, one by one, and it's at a price we can't even consider touching. Per acre, it's crazy. So, you know, I, uh, I, I thought God talked to me about that land. So that, you know, that took me a week to like, Luke was like, you're right. It took me about a week to get over it. You know, I was pretty sad. thought I heard from God about that. Maybe it was just my flesh. It's because I wanted it really bad. Not God. Okay, fine. Fast forward. About nine months, a friend of mine calls me who lives across the road from that property and says, hey, guess what? That guy defaulted. It's up for auction again. And we went to that auction, and I said, okay, maybe. Maybe, just maybe. God did speak to me that day. And we got more land than we had even thought that we would, we thought we'd get 20 acres. We ended up with 50 acres. And it's the kind of land you walk on and you go, it's special. It's a real special place. And it's something we never dreamed that we would have we didn't know how we would even afford all that, you know, it, but the price was so much lower than it had been the, the year before. It was a year later, the year before that we felt comfortable doing that. And um, thinking about it, when we were talking about it, I said, you know, you can look at it one way, like God had that land set aside for us. But actually the way that I really think is that we decided that we wanted that land, and I was faithful and oiled those leaves, and I felt like that's where we needed to be. And in the disappointment of maybe I didn't hear from God, actually, I think it was him saying, I heard you, let me work it out. It took a year, and we just remained faithful, like, we'll find land, we'll figure it out. It took a year, but a year later, we're walking in, and on that land, and it's ours. And so that's just one of those ways that I think that if there's something you want, Talk to God about it, because he can work all things. He can work all things for your good, and he is faithful, and he proved that to us. Um, I think he wants us on that land, but I also think he wanted us to want it. He wanted us to step out. He wanted us to say, we claim this land. We're oiling this, these leaves. I mean, y'all don't have to oil leaves, but that's what I did. <laughs> but we claimed that land. We said, this is what we want to do. We know that you have something incredible for us. We want to build a place where we can bring other people in, families in, have retreats, have revival, big tent, put a tent out in the property and have a big revival, you guys. It's going to be amazing. And um, we're about, we're more than three quarters of the way through with finishing our house on it right now. So 
we're hoping to be in by Christmas. And uh, it's a huge testament to God's faithfulness and our faithfulness and the exchange that happens when, when you're there. And I guess relating that back to seeds, that was exactly three years ago. With the first, the first auction, the first one, and um, I'm just thankful that we had a family to walk us through that. We had a family to hold our hand and walk us through it and say it's okay. Something else will come up, and you just you know continue with it. So, our dream for this property is generational. Even when we were looking, building, or drawing the plans, my kids cringe when I say this, but I, I imagined them coming back married and bringing their children with them and having a place to be. And then the kids are in the basement. And, you know, the, the whole house is planned around generations and generations and generations. Just like, Papa, I want our, our legacy to be a lot like yours. Yeah. And, 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 and also, um, you know, J.D. was talking about the spiritual family, strong families and spiritual family. And, and, and you know, through the land, church, family coming and praying on the land with us we just got confirmation after confirmation on, on that and also on the house uh, that we're building and and connections and the help that we've gotten you know uh, you know verbally encouragement also the physical help um, and, and connections people sending people um, so and so each step of the way we just keep looking for that guidance and um, and that's something that's a change you know since we've since I've come to seeds is is being more um, intentional about listening and and looking for uh, that guidance from God, from you know the Holy Spirit, and and then obeying it. And sometimes I don't obey it, and sometimes I know I'm like, yeah, that that he was saying, he was talking to me then, and I I, I felt like I should have done that, and 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 sure enough, I should have. Um, but but the uh, community here, uh, it's, JD mentioned sticking together. Um, a year ago, uh, some guys started meeting on Wednesday mornings, and uh, have been meeting ever since. And and f you know, for a time, it's 15, 20 guys cycle through, and then you know everything got shut down, and six guys kept meeting in person. But it's given us an opportunity to just grow so much closer um, and tighter t to each other and to God. Us reading the Bible, talking about our week, talking about our lives, and. Um, and I, I, it's just been such an encouragement. Hunkered down in James's apartment, um, the smallest place we could find, but it's it's perfect. It's perfect. I mean, we're just right there, and um, it, yeah, and, and 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 we look for that to grow again. Um, you know, we everyone everyone's invited. It's at five thirty in the mornings on Wednesday mornings. Um, but uh, so, but it's been great, and the the encouragement and the community uh, here um, it has been fantastic. And um, they're just, Molly was right about the people. They're inc incredible people and new people come in. And, um, and I just also want to encourage anybody that's here that doesn't have a spouse here, um, who, whose spouse is at home, you know, Molly was just, she just kept encouraging me. She was gentle, uh, she was patient. And uh, I wasn't defiant. I didn't, uh, you know, have any angst toward seeds. I just didn't feel like that, you know, that that was my thing, I guess, so to speak. Um, but. But, um, but she was patient in the way that she approached it, allowed me to just, you know, come when I was ready, and uh, it's worked out great. So thank you, Seeds. Thank you, guys. Thank you. What a great testimony, the faithfulness of God. And you know, oftentimes the way that God shows his faithfulness to us is sometimes in the quiet of our own spirit, but oftentimes it's through 
our church family. It's through people we come in contact with. It's people who are in a relationship with. How many of you guys remember Pastor Dan? We love Pastor Dan. He's actually going to be with us here in a couple of weeks. One of the things I remember him, he said this one time and I remembered it. He says, relationships are the infrastructure of the spirit realm. It means that's important who you're connected to. And that can be for a very positive thing, but also can be a negative thing. But I'm so thankful that we have a beautiful infrastructure here in our our spiritual family here at Seeds Church. Amen. All right, let's welcome Miss Lauren Hoyt as she comes and shares her seed story. Give her a big, she's got a long way to walk, so y'all have to clap for a long time. Y'all know God is working because it's just even a miracle that Lauren would come up here and hold a microphone, but here she is. Thank you. Yeah. Hello. Um, so I have a note card because I'll forget everything I'm saying. Uh, so seeds means three things to me. It means rest, healing, and family. Um, just a background. I've always grown up in church. I was actually baptized with, um, to go back further, I was born on Andrews Air Force Base, and one of the pastors was doing a trip with the team to the Jordan River, and so I was baptized with that water. And um, so growing up, I've always been in church. I've always had the church scene every Sunday morning. You get dressed, you look your best, you go sit and worship God my whole life. Um, so growing up, I, around 18, I was asked to do some leadership stuff and I was seen then. I thought I was seen. And so I kept going and kept saying yes to everything. Every time someone asked me something, I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. Um, which led to me doing something every single day, just about every waking hour. Um, so I went to, I was completely burnt out two years ago, I think it was. Uh, I couldn't do one more thing. If someone asked me to do something, I'd probably scream, (laughs) to be completely honest. Uh, and so I went to Seeds this Sunday morning and Jamie recognized me and just, I was just gonna be in the background, like disappear, like, I'm here, but no one talk to me, please. Uh, I don't want to do anything. And Jamie singled me out right then and was just like, Lauren, I'm so glad you're here. You're such a blessing. Go sit down and do nothing. Like, okay. (laughs) So I go and sit down and it ushered in a season of just complete rest, of not doing anything. And that season was me crying in the back row, just sobbing in the Lord's presence uh, because I finally found a place where I didn't have to do anything. And it was just be myself and be with God every Sunday and Wednesday and not have anything to bring. Um, So after rest, (laughs) I just realized I was saying, so after rest is healing. Um... When I took a second trust, I realized I'd stuffed down emotions 
that have been there my entire life. And so while there was one day where I was just completely not wanting to do anything, not wanting to be around anyone, someone came up to me and said, hey, how are you doing? I was like, fine, good, I'm gonna sit down, have a great day. Um, and they're like, no, seriously, how are you doing? Like, what are you doing today? What is your life? Like, tell me what your life is. And I was like, why do you care? Like, I just said, hi, hello. We sat down, we have two minutes, whatever. They said, no, let's go to coffee. And so it brought a new season of people care. Like, people actually care what you have to say, what your story is, and how you can uh, step into healing. I'm really trying hard not to cry. Uh, and so with that came, I realized I'm in a season of depression and anxiety. And I went up to leaders and I was just like, here's the ugly. Here I am. Here's what I'm struggling with. I have no idea what to do. And they're like, okay. You understand you are a answer to a prayer. Like, what just came out of your mouth? Yes, it hurts in this moment, but you are an answer to a prayer that in generations to come, someone's gonna come up to you and say, I'm struggling, I don't know what to do, and you have the ability to say, I was right there. And it brought a new revelation of my life that I had no idea that I didn't have a to-do list. I had myself that could help others. And then, which comes to family. Um, with, <laughs> with all the um, healing that happened, I got this new sense of family. And like background again, I'm from what some people would say a broken family. I say it's my family, so I don't know. Uh, so I have divorced parents. They, my dad lives in Maryland. My mom is here in Tennessee with me. And so I never really had a clear picture on what a true God-fearing, like lay your life down to God family would be. So seeds opened up their doors. And it was just like, just come on over. Whenever you want, just text me. Here's the code to the door. Just come on. And I was like, okay. Um, and I sat down on their couch and I just got to watch a family just live and be one another. And it's the most amazing thing. So I don't know how to wrap it up. Um, <laughs> We're glad you're part of the family. We've got one more story to hear from Casey and Tracy. Why don't you guys go ahead and make your way up this way. Y'all couldn't have planned that better. The Casey and Tracy, anyway. Um, we, we, take, we take it seriously around here, family. Uh, we, we have fun, but it's, it's a real thing. It's a serious thing, and I made this um, comment a couple weeks ago, and I, and I posted something on 
Facebook about it, but I haven't said it here on a Sunday morning. I think I may have said it on a, on a Wednesday night. But growing up, for me, uh, in the church, I, I heard a lot of emphasis on the church is an army. You know, we're, there's spiritual warfare, and the, the church is an army, and there's battle to do. And that's true, but it felt like there was something missing in the church. And then, so then over a period of time, the pendulum swung kind of away from that and kind of swung over here, and it's the church's family. And it felt like, oh, this is good. This feels right. This is what we've been missing. But then, then we, the, but the pendulum was way over here now. And now I feel like God is doing something here again, not just at Siege Church, but I think at the church at large, where the pendulum is coming to the middle, where, yes, we are a family, but we are a family army. That, amen? That there, there, is, there, are, there is a mission that God has called the church family to. And it is important if we're going to accomplish those missions that we need to strengthen our family and be a strong family. Otherwise, you get out into the battlefield and you get out there and you don't know who's got your back. But if you've done the work at home and then we go out together, then we can share a foxhole together, right? Accomplish. Yeah, amen. You guys, give them a big hand clap. The Reynolds. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm Casey, my wife Tracy, and no, we did not plan the name thing, and the kids do not rhyme with us, so don't think about it. No Lacey's or Stacy's or no Macy's, no Macy's Day Parade. Um, so our true God story, um, well, obviously it began 14 years ago when we got married, but we're chalking it up to when we moved to Tennessee about four years ago. And right at first, we did some church hopping and ended up at one church in Franklin, Tennessee. And I'll let you continue with that one. Yeah. You're good at that part. Um, so we did some church hopping. And, like, I came from a background, like, we go to church on Sunday, and that's what we do. So we settled here, and I said, okay, let's go find a church. And um, so we landed in Franklin, and it was a good, solid church. Um, it was really good teaching and that kind of thing and made good friends, um, good friends, good church friendships, right? So you see them on Sundays and that's the last of it. And like our personalities are like, let's go hang out. Like, let's go do stuff. And everybody's like, oh, we're just busy. We've got family stuff. And I'm like, this is so weird. It's so opposite from where we come from. And um, it took about six months. We had Cora and um, our youngest and, and I was like, God started stirring things up in my heart, and I was like, we got to find a different church. And he's saying Murfreesboro. And so Casey's like, you know, I don't like to church hop. I don't like new things. And I said, I know, but, like, we're not okay here. Um, and it was just that unfulfilling feeling of we just go to church, and then we go home, and we get on with our lives. Like, and that's not how it's supposed to be. So... Um, about a week later, I saw the Facebook post about the Seeds um, interest social, and I said, let's go to this. So we did, and it was like, the people we met there, I talked to just one person probably the whole time, and it was like, this is going to be very different, and Casey felt the same way. Um, and so we kept on going to interest socials, um, 
We a few of them. Yeah, it's all of them. Because <laughs> it was like that family, like we just kind of connected with those people there, even though we didn't even know them. We didn't know anybody when we moved here except for your brother and sister in law. Right. Um, and so we kept going. And that's your part. And then <laughs> a week after that first social gathering, um, JD gave me a call and says, Hey, we'd like to meet over coffee. And I was just like, Tracy, we just got the phone call. That's what, I was like, didn't know what that really meant, but we got the phone call. So, so he's like, you know, let's meet over coffee. So we met JD and Jamie over coffee one night at a Starbucks. And I'm telling you what, it is like we had known you guys for years. We shut the place down, sat outside, all the lights were turned off, and we're sitting there like it was just perfect. And I was like, wow. I already have my mind made up. I'm like, we are going to follow these two. This is it. I don't know where she was on board, but I was going. <laughs> and I was like, man, see's church. This is, this is it for me. This is, we're going to do something here. Mm-hmm. I'm like, remembers the details. So you like the fluff stuff. I like the details. details. <laughs> okay. um, and it, yeah, I mean, it was like, these are the people that we've known. Like, it just felt like, a, like we, wow, we just met you, but we've known you forever. It was like such a great feeling. And um, so fast forward all that to like, you know, the last several years, we've gone through a lot of things being here. Um, personally, things that I couldn't even imagine going through back home. And um, our family here was for us. Like, they, they, you guys just helped us through everything we went through, through prayer, through just talking, um, held us up when we, when I really thought I couldn't lift myself, like, you guys helped us. You guys lifted us through a lot of things, um, and we're appreciative of that. Um, we, we went through a lot of trials and tribulations the last few years, and... We just didn't have church friendships. We had true friends within our church now. And I was like, man, this is it. We have found our home in our home. And when we moved into a house a little over a year ago, as soon as I walked through the door, well, after we got the keys from our landlords, we walked through the door, I'm like, we are praying before dinner every night. Every meal, we are praying. And I was like, you know what? We're going to teach the kids to pray before every meal. So 90, 95% of the time, the kids are always praying for our meal. And I was like, this is, our, this is our house. This is our home. This is where we're going to gather with people. This is where we're going to do life. And there's only one thing that's brought all that to us, and that's Seeds Church. You guys are amazing. We, we just, you're amazing. So yeah, we, uh, we're thankful. We are so thankful for Seeds Church and all of the things that Seeds has done for us. Um, we couldn't be any higher right now. That's just, that's just what it is. So we love you guys. Thank you. Thank you guys. Love you guys. Glad you're part of the family. You know, uh, I remember that night at Starbucks. We did. We shut the place down, man. Shut it down. 
And, uh, and, and uh, I'm just so thankful that when you say you're amazing, you're looking at me and Jamie, but I'm sitting out here and thinking about all the people behind me that are amazing. And I know you guys know that too. And I'm just thinking, this is... You guys brought them here. Yeah, well, <laughs> we'll, we'll give the Lord credit anyway. <laughs> Love uh, you. Under him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> give them a big, big hand clap. Thank you guys for sharing that story. As I think back over this year, and I know we've heard a lot about just the last three years, but I, my, my mind has just really been focused and, and the faithfulness and the goodness of God over the last 12 months even. And I, this verse keeps coming to my mind, Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. Uh, God is speaking to the nation of Israel through the prophet Isaiah. And he's making this promise to them, and I believe it is a promise that God still makes to us today. This is what he said. God said, don't be afraid. I'm with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my victorious right hand. My victorious right hand. If you're left-handed in the house today, I'm sorry. God has a victorious right hand. He still loves you. But God's upholding us. We don't have to be afraid. He's bringing us strength. And I don't care what issues that you might be facing. It might be something in your marriage. It might be something, something with your kids at work, at school. You might have money issues. You might have issues with health, sickness, disease, illness, injury. It could be any number of things. But you don't have to be afraid. God is with you. He's strengthening you. You don't have to be discouraged. He's going to uphold you with his victorious right hand. We've survived this last year. Now it's time for us to thrive. Amen. I don't care what the experts say. I don't care what the, um, the polls say. I don't care what the statistics say. It's time for the people of God to thrive especially in this season right now, the world needs the people of God to thrive. It's, it's time for the people of God to reflect the character and nature of God to this world now more than ever. And it's time for the people of God to come out of hiding and be a blessing to the world around us. We are touching heaven and changing earth. Amen? The dark, you might think, well, the dark seems to be getting darker, but that's okay because the light of Jesus can shine even brighter. All glory, all power, all majesty, all honor, praise unto him. This is what Jesus said, Matthew chapter 11. He said, just listen to this. This is not up on the screen. I just want you to listen to Jesus' words. He says, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I want to pray over you today. God, there's all of us in this room today. You see every single one of us. You've not overlooked any one of us or our circumstances or the condition of our hearts. We thank you that you can see right to the heart of what's going on in our lives.
for those of us who are heavy laden right now, for those of us who are burdened right now, I thank you. You are drawing us to you. You say, hey, you're giving us your yoke, which is easy, your burden that is light. You're saying to us that we don't have to be afraid. You're saying to us that we don't have to be discouraged. You're with us and you're strengthening us and you're helping us and you're gonna uphold us with your victorious right arm. God, as we celebrate all of what you have done this last year, God, there's still things, there's still obstacles, there's still hardships to come that we will face. But Lord, I pray right now, you, as you strengthen your people, that we will not just survive, but we will thrive. That we won't just only be a family, but we'll be a strong family that's able to be a family army, God. That we will be able to take the, 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 the mission of the gospel to the world wherever we have influenced God first in our homes and then our workplaces and schools, God, and wherever it is in the marketplace where we are, wherever we go around the world. Holy Spirit, I thank you that you live in us and greater is he that lives in us than he that is in the world. God, strengthen our physical families, strengthen the spiritual family. Give us a mission. We want to make a difference, God, with our lives. Thanks for listening. Stay connected with us at SeedsChurchTN.com and on social media. Our mission at Seeds Church is to help people discover who God created them to be and equip them to do what He called them to do. One of the easiest ways you can help us accomplish our mission is by simply sharing this podcast. You can do so by subscribing leaving a review on iTunes, or sharing it with your friends on Facebook. Thanks again for listening. We hope to see you soon.